It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Pottery fans, how was your offseason? Well, you've lost your MVP candidate, your Manager of the Year candidate, and your defending Cy Young Award winner. But besides that... You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sully. If you don't believe me, how could I have a lower third that claims I'm Sully? I am a baseball podcaster. I've been so for the last decade or so, and we're about to begin my sixth season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter or whatever it's called now. And Instagram, I am your pal, Sully. at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And a quick reminder that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today. And you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of 5 bucks or more win. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Really, really observant watchers of the YouTube video will notice that I'm not the only person on the screen. Right over there with a beautiful head of hair, lovely glasses, and images of Pac-Man all over the place. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's front of the podcast, Javier Reyes of Lockdown Padres. We're doing a crossover today. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great as I finish sending my last text messages, of course, as, as one does when they're recording a podcast. Yeah, I'm doing great, go. man. Been on are you, are you playing Wordle? Are you now playing Wordle? What else are you doing? No, but there is. It's called Squeegee. It's 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 this lemon game. Hold on, no, 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 no. Hear, hear me out, everybody. You need to go check this not out. Not a sponsor. Really, really not cool. a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Squeezy word game. Just go look it up. It's with okay. these like lemons. It's got a blink, you know, looking screen. Yeah, go check that out. <laughs> I'm not playing enough games to start my day. Between <laughs> my mom and Julie and I playing, uh, uh, my cousin Julie and I and my mother playing Wordle playing connections with some of my friends, playing Immaculate Grid with my cousin Dave and oh, with yeah. Jeff uh, from Times Locked on Dodgers. Crossword, maybe. You could throw that in there. there, you know, you there's go. Also there you go. Or I could or I could be learn more about life. Or we can answer the trivia question like the one I threw out yesterday when I had Mr. Antonellis on from the Worcester Red Sox. The question was, who is the only first-round draft pick that the Red Sox have ever made who went on to the Hall of Fame. Only one first-rounder really? in Red Sox history now has That's a, a plaque in Cooperstown. Let me That's do you, Can you throw a guess out? And for um, Is it someone of like the last 20 years? I can tell you, his picture is somewhere over my shoulder right now. It says 82 Red Sox. He's on that one and on the one next to it. He's on, he actually he appears in two pictures <laughs> I over my it. shoulder. I can't see it perfectly. All right. The answer is Jim Rice. Jim Rice. For my time, what can I say? Is the only one. Now, Roger Clemens should be the second one. Uh, But we, you know, Roger Clemens has become problematic. Mm, mm. Um, But Jim Rice is in the Hall of Fame as a Red Sox uh, first round draft pick. But we're not talking about the Red Sox. 
We're talking about the San Diego Padres. And we're talking, you know, especially in this first segment, uh, I want to just talk about the National League, the potential of the National League playoffs altogether. We've mm-hmm. seen how weird the National League playoffs have been. And I, I've been a broken record of this, but the last bunch of complete seasons, the only division winner to win a pennant since 2018 of a full season, not counting the COVID season, has been the Atlanta Braves, who are a team that were had a losing record in August of that year, of 2021. Mm-hmm. The Nats, the Braves, the Nats were a wild card. Braves were a sub-90 win team. You know, the, the Phillies, and I would hate to bring that up, the Phillies in 2022, last year with the D-backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing it doesn't take a juggernaut to yeah. win the pennant. And, in fact, it doesn't even take 90 wins. Mm-hmm. So, you're looking around. If you're a team sort of hovering somewhere in the middle, you've got to think, hey, why don't I just make any move worth two or three wins? And that might be – and then you could be telling your fans, hey, we delivered a pennant for you. Um, <clears throat> the Padres, of course, went all in a couple of years ago. What, what's your take on them right now, and how do you think they fit in this wild National League race? Whew. They are in easily the quietest stretch that they've had in a long time um, because of – actually, not the quietest. I think this, the quietest was actually – heading into the 2022 season, which ended up going well, which is why I think that a big important debate amongst Padres folk right now is like, where exactly to allocate your resources? Cause this is a team that has been the big spenders. They've been the big trade partners for everybody. Whoever, whoever is good at baseball manager, general manager, as your power is interested. Apparently that that's all it takes for him to give you a call. Um, but instead they've actually played it a little bit more slick. They've made a lot of smaller moves with the exception of the Juan Soto trade, which was partially, dare I say, majority of a money issue because of mm. their TV deal and the blown and blah, 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 and all the things right. that people like, you know, talking about, you know, running into the ground that they had that thing, but they also got a lot of pitching depth behind it. So they did that. They, instead of keeping Scott Barlow, one of their relief pitchers that, you know, they traded for at the deadline last year from Kansas city, really effective player. Off season though, um, this past year. And instead, they traded him to Cleveland and got Enio de los Santos, and then they went and signed Yuki Matsui and Wusak Go. So they spread their money out a little bit more to have some more depth. And it's just you're not used to seeing that, especially under the AJ Preller tenure. This is a guy who's traded like every prospect that is worth anything for as many different stars as he can, and sometimes it's worked. Mm-hmm. Like you alluded to before with the Phillies National League Championship Series, they unfortunately didn't win. But on the other hand, it's like, well. He's the Padres haven't won 90 games um, since AJ Prowler took over. And I think that for a team with all these stars, they have really underperformed in a lot of ways. The fact that you just don't know what the heck you're getting from this team. Uh, first year of Machado, you know, they start off good, then they fall apart in the second half. The In 2020, they are the story of baseball. Tatis becomes a superstar, even more so. He's on the cover of MLB The Show. They lose to the Dodgers because the Padres' top two pitchers were out, even though the Dodgers like to act like they beat us fair and square, whatever. Um, Then you have 2021, where it's like Darvish and Snell and Kim and all these other different moves, and then they have one of the biggest collapses in the second half of history. Then the year after that, they're like, oh, God, Um, yeah, so we lost lost Tatis to an injury and suspension, um, and also... 
we basically only trust Manny Machado on this team. And then they win 89 games uh, in terms of the lineup, at least. And that happens. And, and then this past within, year. And get to within three wins of the World Series. Three wins within the World Series. And you're like, I mean, this is great. And then heading into this year, you get a full year of Juan Soto now, not just half a year. Then you get Xander Bogarts added to your team. Two-time World Series champion. He's a pure hitter in the, every sense of the word. And you also, you, you, you get some starting pitchers in the back end with Seth Lugo and Michael Waka. And then you're somehow, dare I say, even more miserable than the 2021 collapse. It's been one of the harder teams to predict because every time the hype is there, every time they make the flashy signs and moves, that tends not to be when they do well. It's when they just kind of play a little bit more low key and trust in the stars that they already have to perform that they tend to do better, which is all to say, Sully, everyone's kind of looking down on them. They don't have the hype behind them this year. So maybe, maybe it's, it's kind of like the anti-Giants. Where it's the, no, I guess this is an even year, so I can't say anti-Giants, no. but something along that line. Well, I think you make a great point, and when we get back, I want to talk about the fact that despite all the defections, and we can assume there'll be one more defection, you can actually look at this Padre team and think that, hey, now wait a minute, not only are they not uh, a potential disaster, but they may still be in it, provided one key element happens with this team. Now, look, I got to tell you, Javier, it might be time for me to try to convince you to join FanDuel. Because right now, new customers like you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet at FanDuel, which I don't know if you're familiar with this, Oh, America's I love number FanDuel. one sports book. They're America's number one sports book. You said you like FanDuel? I do. They're fantastic. They're, they're the only place to go for all your bets. Obviously, everyone knows that. Well, give me an example of some of the bets we may have. I guess we're switching characters that you're the one who knows about it. Yeah, I get, why not? Hey, look, man, when we're in hoops action right now. You know, the NFL's over. For, I don't care about no Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and, oh, Mahomes, he's so great. No, no, no. We're betting on hoops now. We've got the we've got the women's tournament. We've got the men's tournament coming up. We have Caitlin Clark. Everyone's heard of her. She's balling. And then if you just want to, you know, get some under-the-radar picks, what I love about FanDuel is also, Sully, you could bet on everything. Individual stats. You want to bet on Victor Wembanyama blocks? You could do that. Apparently, he just casually gets six a night now. Because that's normal, apparently, in today's NBA with this freak at 19 years old who's like eight feet tall. You could do that. I personally, I like Tyus Jones. Underrated as an assist guy. So maybe you want to bet assist stuff? He has like 28 over his last four, three games or something like that. Something crazy. But uh, yeah, Sully, they just have you covered in every respect. And the deal is incredible. I mean, well, just... tell me more about this deal. Seeing that I'm now the person who doesn't know about this, <laughs> it's 150 bucks in bonus bets if you win first time customers your first five dollar bet. All you got to do is win. So you want to just bet like, hey, uh, I think the Denver Nuggets defending champions will win tomorrow. I'll put five bucks on that. Boom, they give you 150 bucks for free, just like that for the rest of FanDuel betting, just like that. What well, feels unlucky not to do this? This is incredible. Exactly, exactly. precisely that. And well, do you know where you, you can get it, man? Oh, you're where? about to say it. You're about well, to say I, it. All I, I, the best I know is you get it at FanDuel.com slash locked on, and that's where I can shoot my shot. Absolutely. Go check that out, guys. FanDuel.com slash locked on. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. It's hoop season. 
And we'll soon be in baseball season. They've got some future odds up there as well. Go check it out. I hear it's the official sportsbook partner of the National Basketball Association. That is also true. New game day shirt? Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom. Cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. By the way, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's available on the Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7 with the top sports of the day for the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Lockdown Sports Today now available at the free Fire TV channels app. Okay, it's not often that you... Okay, let's just assume Blake Snell is going to sign elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not often you can lose a front runner for the National League MVP, the reigning Cy Young Award winner, someone who was always in the discussion for manager of the year, lose all three of them in one year and walk away with a certain amount of optimism. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's because, first of all, you, as you alluded to, they still have Machado, they still have Tatis, and they're and Bogarts is apparently moving to second base. Correct. So they could have the depth that they need at shortstop with a superior short, the superior defensive shortstop right now. Yep. Um, they still have some. If Musgrove, Mister No Hitter, uh, can bounce and have a decent year this year. And Darvish can give him a decent year this year. And I like Schilt. I thought mm-hmm. he did a Me good too. job, but he managed. I thought that was a great pickup because I thought he got really underrated yeah. by St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Sully. That was one of the reasons I was weirded out about him. Because I tend to actually put like a lot of value in, like, let's say the Rockies make a decision to cut Schilt. I'm like, okay, classic Rockies. They're being dumb. But it was the Cardinals, and the Cardinals usually aren't very dumb in a lot of areas, but maybe they're in that stretch where they're making questionable decisions. So, look, he's won a manager of the year before. The team seems to like him. I think that uh, Ruben Niebla, uh, pitching coach for the Padres, he's been on record and has given some interviews talking to like, they just work well together. And that's yeah. not a shot at Bob Melvin. I think that's no. really important to, to get out. Like, Now, I personally think that the problem is A.J. Preller. I do not think that if you're on your sixth manager that you just happen to just have six straight years or seasons of bad managing. No, it's also on you at this point. But now my thing is maybe this is just a question of fit. Maybe Melvin's right. going to be awesome for the Giants and Schilt will be awesome for the Padres. It's totally possible. Uh, I think it's funny. We talk about Schilt and him clashing with St. Louis after he had a remarkable September in 2021, when they went on this massive yeah. winning streak, yeah. put all the other teams in the dust. Knocked mine get, out, yeah. Yeah, and then suddenly they fire him. I think when you take a look, you know, for years and years, the Cardinals were, I would say, you bet against the Cardinals at your own peril. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what they've done since the, uh, you know, I mean, 
with the one sort of year as, since the uh, losing in the 2015 playoffs to Chicago, mm-hmm. um, they they made the NLCS in 2019 where they didn't realize those games counted because they were so badly beaten by Washington. <laughs> but they have traded a galaxy of quality players, whether it's a Rosarena, yes. whether it's Sandy Alcantara, whether it's Zach Gallon. They, if Zach Gallon wins a Cy Young Award, then they would have traded two Cy Young Award winners in one trade. <laughs> and and the player, you know, they sure they bring back an Arenado, sure they bring back Goldschmidt, but now they're like their wheels are spinning. They're they're signing any you know aging pitcher to their rotation and. Mazalek, the general manager, seems to be making one horrible decision after another. So I think the letting go of Schilt had less to do with his ability as a manager and more of a GM just kind of playing whack-a-mole right now. Mm-hmm. And that may be in the favor of the uh, of the Padres. I'll give you a weird uh, a weird example of a team. I mean, I'm I'm I'm. This just occurred to me that there may be a parallel here. Mm. That in the 2010s, the Nationals were contenders left and right. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget, in 2012, Davey Johnson was the manager. In 2014, Matt Williams was the manager. In 2016, Dusty Baker was the manager. In 2019, Dave Martinez was the manager. Mm-hmm. They had four managers while going on that great run. Mm-hmm. And when they finally made it and won it all, it was after they lost Bryce Harper. It was mm. after they lost many key players. Mm. I see what you're getting at, you, sir. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, after they lose, I mean, and this is, believe me, I know I'm talking about Padre fans, so I can't possibly knock Bryce Harper because Bryce Harper was you know, <laughs> the dagger in the heart in, in yeah. 2022. That being said, the whole like, oh, and, and of all the managers that they had, Dave yeah. Martinez would look like the the most clueless one, and remember the 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 I mean the Nationals were, and the Nats were having a losing record, uh, heading into June of 2019, mm-hmm. and they looked like you know what we're going to have to start selling off some of these players because this is just turning into a catastrophe. Next thing you know, first Washington Championships is 1924. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the number one sport where things can just happen. And I think that here's the important part, including that Nationals team. They still had stars, though. I think that's another comparison here where it's like still had Scherzer at the time, still had Patrick Corbin. I know he stinks now, but like Patrick Corbin was effective. Strasburg was a good pitcher, assuming he was healthy. Rendon, um, I believe Ryan Zimmerman, Howie Kendrick. Like they still had pieces. The key is if the Padres lost stuff, and they had nothing to replace, a la Oakland, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Tampa. Teams like that where like they lose their stars and then are just trying to convince everyone that they're Moneyball. Because that's like the greatest like red herring thing ever created is Moneyball, yeah. where everyone thinks that that's how you win, when that's not really how you win. This Padres team, everyone hits me up all the time, so they like, well, you've lost 15 combined war between Snell, Soto, and this. And I'm like, yeah, it stinks. I'd rather have them. But here's the thing. None of this is set in stone. Mm -hmm. The idea that we know that Snell, Soto, and them will be worth 15 again. That's one thing. The other thing is you're discounting. Tatis didn't hit how he usually does last year. 
Manny Machado didn't hit how he usually does last year. Xander Bogarts was one of the least clutch players in the entire league last year. Same thing for Jay Cronenworth and Trent Grisham, who's now on the Yankees. So who's to say that they don't improve and make up for the lack of those guys? Who's to say that every other player around the league is going to be the exact same wins above replacement, exact same stats, that it's just going to be run it back last year, but the Padres are going to be 79 wins because they lost those four guys. There's a, a lack of understanding of how sports work in my opinion sometimes there are going to be teams every year this is how it works that make the playoffs that will not make it this year that could be arizona it won't be the dodgers unfortunately but that could be arizona it's probably going to be miami there's going to be a new team in there there always is and my thing is they still have the stars and if tatis that man won a platinum glove last year Sully. if he hits the way that he usually does now that you know it's been longer and no longer the shoulder injury, and it's a year off the suspension, he could do. He could be a nine-win player, you know. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, as long as the rest of the Padres don't lose, what do they go nine and twenty-three in one-run games, with two and twelve in extra inning games? That stuff tends to not follow year to year. This isn't right. like other sports where you're like, yeah, it's just kind of part of the Dallas Cowboys to blow it. Yeah, it's just kind of part of James Harden in the NBA to be atrocious in the playoffs. That's not the case with baseball. Usually, yeah. there's a regression to the mean. And I think if the Padres just go six and six in extra innings, they make the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, And that's not a question of their talent. That's a question of just it was a really weird year. Xander Bogarts hit under 200 with runners in scoring position last year. With the Red Sox, he hit 300 over his career there. Believe we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. According to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs, more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and now it's available on the Amazon Fire TV and the free TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. With Javier Reyes of Lockdown Padres, I'm your pal Sully of Lockdown MLB. You made an amazing point. Thank you. Um, that the one run game and the extra inning games, all mm-hmm. of those games are ones where a bounce here or there, uh, a ground ball beat out, a foul ball that, that doesn't curve foul. Suddenly you win those games. Those are games where it's no longer skill, it's just it's just chance at one point here and there. And if they be, if they were mediocre in either one run game or the uh, um, extra inning games, they would have been ahead of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And if they did exactly what Arizona did, we're talking about hey, the defending national champion San Diego Padres, and is this a dynasty? Because this is two straight NLCSs. I mean, it's it's surreal, but it also. You know, it shows how fast things could turn around. I mean, mm-hmm. in 2021, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks were both 100-loss teams. Mm-hmm. 
and they faced each other in the World Series two years later. Uh, a bounce here or there, but also remember we, what we alluded to earlier, that they made a couple of adjustments. Mm-hmm. Maybe having Bogarts at second base all year relaxes him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he said maybe he should be a second baseman. But at this point, this is your job now. This is where you are. You give us the best second base you can give and get some big hits. And he gets an extra hit here or there. Maybe mm-hmm. that's an extra inning game they win or a one-run game that they win that that Bogart whiffs. Instead of whiffing, he hits a double down the line. And all of a sudden, you do you do one more of those each month. And next thing you know, I mean, we talked about the Padres last year as if it was a catastrophic season. They had a winning year. Yeah. It just they got off the, that rocky, terrible part of the middle of the season that if that part was merely mediocre, they're a playoff team and we're having a different conversation. Yeah, they found a way to be worst case scenario all the time. And that to me is not that's that's a little bit more fluky than it is a reflection of what the team is. You know what I mean? Like again, I'd mentioned the Bogart stats. And again, he got hit by a Spencer Strider fat fastball, 79 plate appearances, Sully. To start the year, 178 WRC plus coincidentally gets hit by that Spencer Strider fastball in the wrist area that's been bothering for him for years. In the same wrist, a 78 WRC plus for his next 79 plate appearances. And who's to say it didn't affect him for longer? Second half of the season, he was a 138 WRC plus guy, first half 102. Everyone loves telling me, and I've been making this my bit lately, everyone loves talking about Trey Turner. And how Trey Turner, he redeemed himself at the end. He's back. Well, Trey Turner, he had a 140 WRC plus second half, was even worse in the first half than Xander Bogarts. And Xander Bogarts had a great second half too. So I don't understand this thing where Bogarts is like done. He's finished. Still put together nearly a four and a half win season. All he had to do was drive runs in. And that's something that I do not think is tied to skill. It's kind of fluky. You know what I mean? Like, that's a yeah. fluky thing to happen for this long, especially considering it's not like he's ever had this problem before. So the injuries and everything. And like you said, like, if they just go so that we're 2-12, and 12, if they go 7-7 seven and seven in extra innings, they're in the playoffs. It's not even close. Not even close. Forget being positive in those areas. 2022 Minnesota Twins. I just looked them up just now. They weren't great in one run games. 20-28. and 28. And then they make the playoffs last year. So that's not even nearly as bad as the Padres were in one run game. So could you imagine how obvious is if they had a regression to the mean when in one score games, then the Padres certainly can because theirs was even more crazy and egregious. And another factor is that one thing that we've learned over the last bunch of years, especially if you're going to try to make, if you, if you're trying to say, okay, let's punch our ticket to the, to the postseason and Mm -hmm. take our chances. Cause that tends to be, that you know that should be the mindset that a lot of people have if you're if you're putting a team together here, um, but the uh, what's what I was trying I was trying to wrap my mind around this that the idea that the having uh, pitching depth is going to go a long way mm-hmm. if you punch your ticket to the you punch your ticket and you're going to get some pitching depth that's one of the keys. And the tra- the trading away of Soto, while it was financially uh, motivated, it wasn't like the Mookie Betts disaster for the exactly. Red Sox. Exactly. Where they got bupkis. Mm-hmm. 
absolute bupkis for him. Mm-hmm. They got a they got a mediocre platoon outfielder, mm-hmm. backup catching, and someone who they were enamored because his first name was Jeter. Yeah, Michael King is a valuable pitcher. Very good. He's um, a good reliever. He's a good starter. And absolutely. guess what? Both Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez both pitched well at the major league level last year. Yeah. I'm not saying they're st- – they're, Michael King is a very valuable pitcher. The other two are major league pitchers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they are Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin, but they are major league pitchers, which means they got three major league pitchers at least for him, which may not make up for his production, but it means that that's at least three spots in their mm-hmm. uh, staff where you could say, well, there's a major leaguer. There's a major there's leaguer. Hope. There's a major leaguer. There's hope. And this is yes. a team that's needed depth before. The 2021 collapse. You remember when Jake Arrieta and Vincent Velasquez had to make starts for the Padres? Oh, yeah. I'll take Brito and Velasquez, and I'll certainly take King. King, 2.6 ERA since 2022. Yeah. 30% oh, think- strikeout rate also over that stretch. If he's healthy, the guy's good. Don't get me wrong. There's some fear where some people might tell me, oh, well, I mean, the Yankees, like, why would they want to give him up? Well, because they had to give up something for Soto. That's why. Right. And second... I just think that this is this is a team that when you just look at them overall, they've never made these moves to a degree for depth. And I think that um, what was the first point that you were making? I'm trying to remember the other thing that I was going to say. I'm like um, that they got the pitchy depth. That it was not a salary dump. I yes. mean, yes, they, that yes, it yes. was it was salary motivated, but they got back valuable mm. pieces, and they're still spending a lot. Yeah. The Red Sox, it was like, that is only money because you're the Boston Red Sox. You guys could buy Otani and Soto right now if you wanted to yeah. and probably be fine. And now they're more interested in Liverpool. So I love, I know Red Sox fans who were like, dude, no, it wasn't. It's just that, you know, they wanted to do this and that. And I'm like, guys, I've no. seen this before. I've been watching baseball for long enough. The Red Sox ownership does not currently care. That is exactly what that is. That is the best player they've had since Pedro Martinez. And it's not close. All the respect to David Ortiz, Mookie Betts is a better player. Yeah. So, like, my thing is, that's all it was. And they tried to justify. They were like, no, no, no but they're doing this and this and that. What are they no, doing? No, this is what major league teams and ownership do. They count on the money ball philosophy to trick fans into thinking it's actually better not to do that. You're the Boston Red Sox. He wasn't getting $500 million. He knew that. And then they traded him for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. They well, didn't use Connor Wong barely at all. Jeter Downs, I'm pretty sure, was cut. And then Alex Verdugo, like you said, a player that belongs on a major league roster. Solid player. He has his moments. And I actually think might be okay for the Yankees this year, by the way. Yeah, but it's not. They could get a player like him for like in a bargain basement. You have to give up Mookie Betts for that. But even at their best, the Padres don't have the same reserves financially that the Red Sox do. So at least them, it's like, you know, it hasn't been as successful and they still have stars. The Red Sox were like, let's just get rid of him. And then we'll also lose Bogarts. We'll keep yeah. Devers because the fans might revolt if we don't at least keep one. But I'm saying, guys, I've watched this before. It's kicking the can down the road. And I think the Padres, in fairness, it's a rare situation that they're in where yeah. them trading the superstar wasn't only just because I was like, yep, they gave up. It's because they can't. They, they actually literally can't because they have Tatis, Machado, Bogarts on the books for another like 15 years. So it would be kind of crazy if you don't just commit for a little bit. And even if they say, all right, we're not doing the 240 million payroll anymore. That's fine. 
They're spending a lot, though. They're going to be in the top part of the league, and that's what's important. I'll be more concerned about the Padres and their spending if they don't spend next offseason because next offseason is a lot more stacked of a free agent class, in my opinion, which is one of the reasons I actually think I'm okay with losing Blake Snell at the moment. But um, I love him, though. Love my guy. He's he's yeah. hilarious. We love him. So well, that's my thing, at- man. People are counting him out. And obviously, since the deaths of Peter Seidler, there's thoughts yes. that they weren't going to spend yes. at all. But I think it was the difference between making the playoffs and not. Yeah. I think you're do all right. Well, look at Harvey. we got to wrap this up here. Let's but I'm going to throw the trivia question out there. And the trivia question is going to be Padres World Series related. Okay. The Padres, in their entire history, have won one World Series game. The trivia question is this. In the one game in the history <laughs> of the Padres in the World Series that the Padres won, how long, how many innings did the starting pitcher last? You can't answer it. Oh. How many innings did the starting pitcher last for the Padres starting pitcher last in the only World Series in their franchise history that they ever won? That's a trivia question. Put it down in the uh, here on YouTube or on Twitter. Go to Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal Slime at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Javi Reyes, where can we find you? Find me at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. I'm not fully on the baseball tweet bandwagon from my personal account because the season hasn't started yet. We'll be soon. But if you want only Padres stuff, at LO underscore Padres. And, of course, Lockdown Padres on YouTube as well. Feeling the love for the Friars with Javier Reyes. This has been a Lockdown MLB, Lockdown Padres crossover. And Pac-Man running at me. I am your host. That's Javi Reyes. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. <laughs>